Hey friends, and welcome to Mindful Moments with Nina. I'm your host, Nina. As an empath, social worker, and new to the world of content creating on YouTube, I noticed I had a lot of things to say. My long rants about mindfulness and positivity deserve a space of their own. So, here it is. Thank you for being here. Disclaimer, please know that this podcast by no means substitutes professional help. If you feel you're struggling, please reach out to friends or family so you can get the help you deserve. Hi guys, welcome to the Mindful Moments with Nina podcast. Thank you for being here and also thank you so much to all of you that listened to my previous episode It wasn't like the usual advice or like chit chat. It was kind of more about me and what was going on with my life. And I'm still on that journey. To be honest, I'm kind of like still figuring things out. But for some reason, I wanted to shift that focus to a different topic on this episode. And I want to talk about love. Yes, love. It's November. (laughs) The holiday seasons are about to begin, so you'll be like, what does love have to do with anything? And at least for me, it has to do a lot. I think because holiday is really tied to being with your family, friends, loved ones, and your significant other. I think that there's different types of love, And obviously, none of them will ever substitute the other. So it's very important to understand that aspect. You know, there's love between a family. There's love and appreciation between friends. And then there's a more love and intimacy level that you will see in a relationship, you know, with with your partner. So all of this really began yesterday (laughs) when I was setting up my Christmas tree And yes, it's still early November. Like I know people usually wait for like Thanksgiving or after. But something that I really like from Dominican Republic is that since they do not celebrate Thanksgiving, they already start decorating for Christmas since like November 1st. And I was like, you know what? It makes sense because they can enjoy their Christmas decoration and all of that longer It's not like you put it up for like a month and then you got to take it down. So like I was setting it up and I was really excited. Like I felt this adrenaline rush of like, wow, it looks so good because I went out and I bought like a mini Christmas tree. Um, I'm going to show all this like on my on my vlog on my YouTube. And like I got Christmas lights and I was really excited. Like I've never done this before. And like once it was all set up. I sat down and I was staring at the tree and I just felt sad, (laughs) which is, which makes no sense. I mean, it does make sense to me. So being the person that I am, I was like, okay, Nina, let's, let's think about this. What are you feeling and why? And when, you know, did you start feeling this? And I came to the conclusion that There comes a time in your life, in a specific, like, moment, in age, where you love your family, like your mother, your father, your siblings, but you crave 
to have your own family, you know, a, a partner, to have maybe kids eventually. And I'm kind of like in that stage of life that I really crave that. And I enjoy being alone and I enjoy all the lessons that I have learned and experienced. But at the same time, I think it would be so wonderful to have someone to share these things with. And, you know, talking about love, I feel that even as a young girl, it was something that always caught my attention. You know, for example, like some people focus on career and making money and all that. And the truth is I've been blessed and I'm really grateful that I've had opportunities where, you know, I, I got the good job and I got a high paying uh, raise and all of those things. So I, I never really had to worry in regards to like my professional or educational side. Um, you know, but at the same time, you know, if I want, I could strive for more. But at least for me, what I've defined as happiness is more about a sequence of experiences that allow me to feel gratitude. So, you know, of course, money makes things easier, but I've understood that my path is more focused towards fulfilling my emotional aspect. And ever since I was, you know, a kid, I, I always dreamed about this magical wedding and finding my prince and making things work. And it hasn't been that way and of course with time and age reality sets in it, it you know love stops being so magical but I feel like somewhat that child innocence and dreamer side is still in me and even though life and myself and my choices have shown me you know, how ugly, not relationships, but how ugly a not healthy relationship or not the right person could be, I would think that my mind would be like, okay, so let's just switch this off and not, you know, let's not think about love. But the truth is, I just do. And here I was sitting, staring at a Christmas tree, wishing I could share it with someone. And some lessons I've learned about love is that you need to be true to who you are. Because if you change, if you adapt, adjust certain things of yourself just so your partner will want to be with you or stay with you it's it's not going to work it's not going to work because you're not being authentic and that would mean that you would have to be someone else for the rest of your life and that's quite painful another lesson I learned is that the sooner you see the red flags and come to terms with them the better at least I'm someone that's that's always like trying to find the good in people and I think it's more because I just 
don't want to go through the whole, oh no, like he has this pattern. And of course, you know, I'm not saying that I don't have red flags. Like I, I have things that maybe people are like, oh, you know, I don't like this. So, you know, by no way I'm excusing myself. I'm just talking like from my point of view. And I've, I've excused other people's red flags that just don't work for me. Maybe for another person, it's okay. But I've just ignored them. And then, you know, a year goes by, two years go by, and it's still there. And it's patterns that hurt me and affect me. And in a specific case, it was a very emotionally abusive relationship. You know, I, I just, I, I saw the clues of like, you know, he would try to make me jealous. He would say comments about my body. Those were clear red flags. And yet I stayed there for, you know, four, four to five years. Um, which to be honest, you know, I should have left early on and I would have saved us both. You know, him and I, a lot of pain and heartache But again, you know, life is about that. It's about being vulnerable and learning your lessons. And sometimes it takes longer. Sometimes it takes less time. And that's what I'm trying to teach myself now, that once I see things that I do not agree with or are not compatible with what I want in life, to retreat, to retreat in a healthy manner, in a respectful manner. And here comes the third lesson that I've learned is that Not everyone is capable of loving you back. And I learned this the hard way, to be honest. You know, know, the person was telling me, oh, you know, I don't know how to love. I don't know to love myself. And in my mind, I was like, oh, like, it's okay. Like, we can figure this out together. And, you know, and I would say it also, like, I would want to be supportive But the truth is, at the end of the day, the person just chose not to, you know, not to open their heart and not to participate in the future. And that was okay. I just didn't appreciate the way that it was handled. I think that if you do care about someone, even though feelings might change, I think that with respect and communication things end nicer and there's closure and then there's forgiveness and there was a quote that I saw and it says that disrespect is the closure when someone disrespects you that should be enough of a closure um you know like when something doesn't end so well of course you want to like call the person up or like message the person but it's not always worth it it's not always worth opening a wound to maybe possibly not get the answer that you expect um let's see what other lesson I think wait is that the number I think we're on number five (laughs) number five would be that nothing beats self-love and I'm working on, on this, to be honest. I'm working on making self-love my priority. Because when I know someone, and it can be a friendship. I'm not talking just about like a, a romantic relationship. I give a lot of myself. 
because it's like I care about this person and I want them to know that I want them whoa sorry I hit my mic it's moving <laughs> I want them to feel safe and at times it means that I put my happiness aside or my needs aside for for the other person and it, it's really hurting me there has to be a balance where there's enough love for everyone, but also for myself. And, you know, to be honest, sometimes I'm like, you know what, why am I still being hopeful? Like, why am I still dreaming of, of a romance that I don't even know if it exists, to be honest? Because most relationships or marriages we see they have their their trouble, you know, they have their issues and that whole like thing you see on the movies like and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> that's that's I mean, they lived but not completely happily, you know, with a little bit of drama or they left the toilet seat up kind of thing. Or you forgot to get the milk at the supermarket. But at the same time that does not kill my spirit of wanting love, of wanting companionship. I think that life is so beautiful in itself. And I've had the amazing opportunities to live certain things, experience, meet people that I would just love to have someone with me that I can look at and be like, wow, can you believe this? Like, wow, we're living this. And look back years later, you know, when we're both like old and crusty, toothless with diapers. <laughs> I hope I'm not wearing a diaper. And just like remember and, and laugh at the good moments and probably like glare when we remember about the bad moments. But the thing is, in conclusion, my somewhat lessons that I've learned and that I'm 100% sure that I have to learn is that there there are good people there out there in the world and I've had the pleasure and still have the pleasure of having you know those people in, in my life that they share my similar love language it, for me <laughs> my love language is words of affirmation quality time and acts of service so you know, it does exist and sometimes it's it's not so direct, you know, it's not so much a partner. Sometimes it, it's a friend that, you know, you just randomly met making jokes and here you are eating chocolate or, you know, a friend that lives in the middle of nowhere and, you know, she's, she's sharing your, her life with you, her kids, pictures, memories and love also is you know, having a discussion and not really agreeing with your mom and dad, but at the end of the day, knowing that they'll always be there for you. Love is the motor of, of many things. It's the inspiration of many movies and books. And I'm on my journey to be clear with what I want in my love life and be clear what I want in a partner. I know the things, you know, that I want. I know the things that I do not want. 
And it's not so much hoping. I know that once you surrender in life and you open yourself up and you express gratitude, that's when God, the universe, whatever you you like to believe in, it will happen. And it hasn't happened for me yet. Or maybe it has and I just haven't. (laughs) like realize or I haven't been aware that that person is the one but I'm pretty sure that now that I am healing now that I've opened my heart the message will come clear to me I will be able to see it and the truth is that when it's the right person it will be effortless I know this because (laughs) The relationships I've had in my past haven't been effortless and haven't worked out. So by, you know, by consequence, it it wasn't the right person. So it will be effortless and I won't be scared to be myself. I will be seen. I will be heard. I will be respected and I will be loved. And I really wish the same for you. And if you've already found your partner and your significant other, I am so happy for you. And I wish you the best. And I wish you the strength to be able to work and love. Because love is work. Love takes work and effort. And I wish you a lot of good things. And if you haven't, that's okay. That's okay because it just means it hasn't been the time. And that maybe, like me, you are on your journey to self-love until it's the right moment and everything just clicks. And it will be magical. And it will be real. Sometimes maybe even ugly. But it'll be love. So yeah, that would be all. My cats are fighting. So yeah, guys, thank you so much for being here. Um, Yeah, see you in the next episode. Take care.